Hier een zetsel word aan jou gebring die Radio Kaapse Kansel op 729 AM. Bezoek ons gerust by www.kaapsekansel.co.za I just want to welcome everybody that has just tuned into Radio K Pulpit. I am Alana Willifu with my program called Body Matters, where everybody in the body of Christ matters. Today we are going to discuss trauma, the effects of trauma, and how we can overcome trauma in our lives. I think that every one of us has experienced some form of trauma, and sometimes we are unaware of the trauma that we've experienced, how it affects the way we think, how we feel, and even how it manifests in our bodies. As I thought about this topic, the scripture 3 John 1 verse 2 came to mind, and it says, Dear friends, I hope all is well with you and that you are as healthy in body as you are as strong in spirit. And this scripture just reflects once again the heart of God. And that is that the Lord wants us to be physically, spiritually and emotionally healed. And that is why I have our special guest in the studio today. She's a, a Christian psychologist who has been in ministry for many years And we are going to be discussing the topic of trauma and how we can release stress and trauma in our lives. So welcome, Henda. You're back. Thank you so much for sharing with us about this topic. And um, yeah, and I think many of us can relate to it. So welcome. Thank you, Ilana. It is really a privilege and an honor to be here. So thank you. No problem. Henda, I think that you must just introduce yourself a little bit to our um, our listeners. So tell us a little bit about yourself and just the ministries that you are involved in. Okay, so you've already introduced me. My name is Henda. <laughs> You're bad. Um, I'll start with I'm married. Um, I've got two boys, two teenage boys. Um, the oldest turning 17 this year and the other one is 15 years old and I'm very proud of them. And they'll be happy if I say that. Yes, of course. <laughs> Any mommy's words. Absolutely. You know, um, so I'm a psychologist in private practice and I have the privilege of working from home. I mean, I've got my office at mm. home and it's something I always wanted. Um, I mainly see adults and adolescents, and my special interest is trauma and depression and anxiety. I also love being creative and, you know, you know, talking about myself, I'm thinking I've tried my hand at painting, doing a few mosaics. And earlier when we spoke, we talked about our boys when they were in primary school. Now, even tried to make some school concert out of us, you know, <laughs> doing some needlework. Sure. Um, in terms of ministry, um, I'm part of a dance ministry, and I think it's been for the last eight years. Mm. And um, I think for me, the ability to move in worship and to use your body to declare God's word, mm. I think that. Um, has just brought so much healing in my body yes. over the years. So that I mean, that's been a privilege. And, um, it's still wonderful to mm. be part of that. Another ministry that I'm passionate about is the Sozo Inner Healing Ministry. Um, Sozo means to be saved, healed, and delivered. So a few years ago, we started a Sozo ministry at a local church, and I was part of that for a few years. And I think it was about 2017, mm. um, I met Dr. Margaret Nagib. She's the 
um, psychologist um, in America that heads up SOSA for professionals. Okay. So since meeting her, I was like really excited mm. to bring SOSA into my practice. And that's what I've been doing since. So it's it's always wonderful to um, to work with people on the soul level, yes. you know, the mind, the will and the emotions, but then also bring in the spiritual um, and to see where, where God can bring spiritual healing. Mm. Um, my other passion, I can probably also call it a baby, <laughs> another baby of mine, <laughs> is a program that I developed for high school teenagers. Um, it's a long name. Mm. The name is Inside Out Me, and it's a youth group mentoring program. Why I use that name is I always, when I thought about it, I thought any change needs to happen from the inside yeah, from out. from the inside out. That's right. Um, and the me um, stands for mentoring, but I use Joyce Meyer's, it's not all about me, but it has to start with me. So mm-hmm. I always think the change needs to start with us. Um, when I was thinking about this, I thought, this is seven years now since we actually did the first group sure. or took the first group of teenagers through the program. Um, so this program, it's a, it's a year mm-hmm. mentorship program. Um, we take the kids um, in a small group of eight, and over the year, we, we do different topics. Okay. So first term, we look at their design, you know, my identity, mm. who am I? Um, then emotional intelligence, you know, how do I um, become aware of my emotions? How do I express emotions? Um, we also look at spiritual, spiritual intelligence. Um, I love this part because mm. I think this is about, you know, traveling light through life. Yes. Um, Taking off those burdens. Absolutely. You know, it's, it's we teaching them how to forgive or the importance of mm-hmm. forgiveness. Um, you know, asking them to look at, you know, are there any walls in your life mm. where you, you know, shut people out? Yes. Um, and also to protect yourself. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And then we end off big finale with character. Um, you know, I always say that the choices we make now um, will make you the person mm. you want to become in the future. So in a nutshell, that's the that's what I'm busy with and what I've been doing. Okay. And um, I know that you also, which we are going to be discussing basically in this um in the in in, in this recall um, you know, in, in today. So we're gonna be talking about the trauma. So you've also mm. got a new program or um technique that you're also using. So we're going to be discussing that later on. But for now we are going to take a short music break. You have just tuned into Body Matters with Alana Willifier. And my guest is Henda Yuba, and we are discussing trauma and how we can release the trauma in our lives. So, Henda, um, just explain to us, how do you define stress and trauma? So, stress and trauma are on the same continuum. As stress reaches a point of overload, it is actually redefined as trauma. Um, stress is inevitable in our mm. lives. Um, it's impossible to avoid. I think it's, it's actually difficult to define stress because we all have a different perspective of what is stressful okay. to us. Um, so what is stressful to me might actually be exciting or exhilarating to someone else. I mean, if you think about flying, mm. someone can love flying. Oh, I'm on yeah. my way to this awesome destination and another person can be terrified. Sure. So 
Stress can show up in various ways mm. um, within our body, our mind, our emotions and behavior. Um, stress can also be from an external factor like the environment or social factors, or it can be internal. It can be mm. um, because of sickness or a medical procedure. So if we um, think about physical stress, um, that can be like injuries or you know, if you had surgery or you just mm. overworked, I think yes. many of us can relate yeah. to being overworked. Just being busy and yes. on the run and on the go. Yes. Yeah. Just lack of sleep mm. as well. Um, mental stress, you know, those worrying thoughts, the negative self talk, depression. Um, we can also have um, emotional stress. Mm. Um, and, you know, that's, that's emotions like fear or anger or just lack of purpose mm. can be really stressful. Um, there's also chemical stress. Um, poor nutrition or the use of drugs or alcohol or nicotine. Um, and then the environmental stress um, like noise or, or chemicals or just okay. poverty can all be different yes. types of, of stress. Um, so stress is actually an experience um, that requires our bodies to change its normal coping mechanism. Um, so what I mean with that is like a good coping mechanism would be to be aware of your stressor and then to try and do something mm. productive about it. Where an unhealthy coping mechanism can be, I'm ignoring this, um, I'm going to try and avoid it, and I might rather use any other substance or any other addiction. It can be an yes. unhealthy way. Yes, just to, just to forget. Absolutely, yeah. So during times of stress, um, we can have all sorts of adverse reactions, like we can have neck pain, headaches, Increase, increased blood pressure, heart rate that increases. Mm. Um, but usually after this acute stress is over, the body is supposed to return to its normal mm. state and functioning. So as I said earlier, um, stress and trauma are on the same continuum. So um, so if, if we have to answer the question what trauma is, um, simply put, trauma is then a shocking or any stressful experience that occurs in a state of helplessness. Okay. You know, so helplessness um, is the absence of control, you okay. know, and, and that actually defines trauma. Um, you know, so trauma happens when we are, when it overwhelms our coping mechanisms. Mm. Um, and there's actually then we, um, why we are overwhelmed is because we have this overstimulation through our sense perceptions. Um, okay, so what that means, <laughs> is that what you wanted to ask yes. me? No, no, I was just going to say, um, just, just to clarify, do, mm. does, do you feel that trauma is something that um, is out of your control, is something that happens that you feel like there is nothing you can do about it? Yes. Okay. So, when, so the moment you feel overwhelmed mm. and you're out of control, that's when something becomes traumatic. Okay. Um, and what's very interesting to me is that we are overstimulated because of because of what we experience mm -hmm. through our senses, mm -hmm. you know, through what we hear and see and taste and touch. And what is really interesting is these little fragments of information are then stored or it's stored in our brain as fragments. And that's why we have flashbacks. Okay. Um, and then experiencing these senses again can actually trigger the flashback. Okay, and that triggers the emotion. Yes, it triggers okay. it triggers the emotion, but also the body reaction. Okay, and it puts this whole spiral of reactions going in your body. So, 
when we are overwhelmed then, um, we, ha- we have a natural and almost automatic survival response mm. that happens in our bodies. Mm. Um, and this fight or flight yes. or dissociation or immobilization is then activated because of the stress mm. or, the, or the trauma that we experience. And these patterns, again, are stored in our body. Um, because of this overstimulation. So it's almost like a memory. It goes into like a memory bank. Yes, yes. Okay. And that's exactly the body keeps the score. The body yes. remembers the trauma mm. on, on many levels. And unfortunately, um, this trauma can get stuck in our bodies. Um, so, mm. for example, if we hold back emotions, you know, you deny the emotions, you don't give attention to it, you don't, you don't want to think about or it. deal with it. Yes, then mm. what happens is you experience a lot of fatigue, exhaustion, tiredness in the body, because what the body does, it's got to constantly hold um, itself in this contracted mm. state of keeping in. So, so normally what you're saying, it almost goes into shutdown? Yes, okay. yes, that's, that's the freeze response okay. that, we, that we go into. Okay. Yes. So if we think of... Um, I mean, we're still busy defining <laughs> trauma. <Yes. laughs> um, so if you think of the, the types of trauma is, um, I want to go quickly over this. It's like, you know, the normal hard, hard trauma or soft trauma. Hard trauma would be like natural disasters or war, mm. you know, or huge injuries or um, car accidents, things like that. Soft trauma can be prolonged psychological or emotional abuse. Mm. So, um, a type of trauma that's very important for health or, um, you know, people that work in the helping industry or helping professionals, let me rather say it that way, is vicarious trauma. Um, so what happens there is people are exposed to the traumatic stories of other people sure. and their emotions. And this leads to actually risking or damaging um, your beliefs about the world, you know, that the world mm. is a safe place. Mm. So vicarious trauma is really important um, to think about and to acknowledge in your body when you hear other people's stories. Okay, so you are influenced by what e- what other people say. Mm. Mm. Okay, that's a very interesting one. I, I mean, mm. I've never heard of that before. Yeah, because you basically sit in that, I mean, if, if you think we said it's about being um, helpless, mm. You're sitting in that helpless position. Yes. I can hear what you're saying, but I can't help you. In I wasn't there. Yes. Um, so that's why it can be so traumatic. The other one is compassion trauma or compassion fatigue. Um, and then is where, that's where you can actually become um, almost numb and, and not have empathy or feel compassion mm. for people anymore because you've heard things so many times. Yes. Um, and I think anyone that that help people with trauma, um, I mean that's a real risk yes. of of losing your of, softness. Of, yes, and and becoming numb. Yes, you know, becoming numb to other people's mm. pain. Um, they actually call it the negative cost of caring. Wow. Um, mass trauma is another trauma that we can experience. I mean, there we think of just the catastrophic event of large-scale traumas or mm. disasters, you know, multiple deaths. Um, Something we're going through right now, I absolutely. think. Absolutely. That's what I wanted yes. to say. It sounds familiar, <laughs> yes. you know. And this one, transgenerational trauma, you know, so that's when trauma is passed down from one generation to another. So you as a person might not have 
experienced the actual stimulus of mm. the trauma, um, but it's transmitted to you through your parents. Sure. Um, and that's why I always think it's so important to deal with your own trauma. Mm. Um, in a way, you're standing in the gap for your kids. Yes, and, and breaking um, that generational curse. Absolutely, breaking that, yeah. Um, yeah, so I think if we, if we just think of trauma developing when we feel helpless, um, I was just thinking of a few other places. I mean, I've mentioned so many places yes. where we can experience trauma, yes. but I think it also gives, gives us an idea that no one is actually... Um, every one of us can experience trauma. I mean, it's all it's all around us, and that's why we have to be so vigilant, because there's even developmental trauma. You know, where as a child you can you can experience abuse or there's substance abuse mm. in your family, um, or emotional you know emotional abuse or um, just all the physical traumas, um, near drownings or falls or motor vehicle accidents and i think a very important thing medical i never thought about medical um trauma as or the impact of that you know if you think the impact of having operations or chronic illnesses or traumatic childbirths that's that's a lot of trauma even though we get anesthetics and we don't feel it but it's still traumatic to the body I think that um, just to add to what you're saying, I think a lot of us have experienced trauma. And I think even in childhood, most of the traumatic experiences I know also from experience that people have, um, you know, they've developed in childhood. And I think it's so far back in your subconscious that people kind of blocked it out. So I think we've all in some other way have experienced it, but we haven't. um, It hasn't surfaced if you know what I mean you have to kind of kind of dig deeper to um to get to that place of where the trauma actually you know started Mm. um yeah so tell us a little bit also what are the symptoms of trauma and and how does it affect a person so I want to pick up on what you just said yes because even though we can maybe not consciously remember it Mm. it always stays in the body if we don't deal with it. Yes. And it comes out in our relationships and how we deal with the world in general. Mm. Um, so it is important to mm. And it's also part of it becomes it. part of our paradigm and our belief system. Mm. And and I know a lot of us we people we, we act out of our trauma. Mm. And the way we behave towards other people are our behavioral um, you know, the way we see life, the way mm. we um, interpret life as all um, and our choices. Yes, and I think that that all comes down to to trauma and stress that we we sometimes we're not aware of, and mm. I think we all been affected by it because we we live in a fallen world. You mm. know, we don't live in a perfect world, and I think yes. we all are exposed to that. Yeah, so I think look at looking at the signs yes. and symptoms of trauma. So maybe if you, you know, if we talk about this and you you notice or you recognize this, um, you know, in your life, you know, it's maybe an indication to to go and look yes, there to deal um, with it. Yes. So so the signs and symptoms can be in your body, in your mind, in your emotions, and in your behavior. So if if we look at the body. Um, Trauma can cause a lot of fatigue, actually infections in your body, mm. tension, you know, that increased yes. heart rate or the, the shallow, rapid breathing. Just a lot of pain can mm. actually be, a lot of pain disorders are actually because of trauma in the body. 
um, the mind, you know, trauma can show up in the mind um, by worrying, indecision, um, you know, impaired judgment. As we said yes. earlier, those, those choices that we make, just forgetfulness or poor mm. concentration. Um, it can also um, show in our emotions. You know, if you are very anxious or irritable or frustrated, mm. um, also that sense of hopelessness or feeling overwhelmed yes. can also be because of trauma. And then in your behavior, I think sometimes when, when people have experienced trauma, they can be really overreact, be very restless, you know, almost difficult to relax and calm yes. down, very defensive, um, maybe a bit of irresponsibility. Mm. Um, to me, always what's very interesting is how the body responds to stress and trauma. So mm. um, if, you, if we can maybe use the example of being mugged. To, yes. say, to say you are being mugged, mm. so I want to look at what, hap what actually happens in the mm. body. So the first thing the body does, it's, there's a neurological process that happens or that's, triggering, that's triggered in the brain um, be because of what you just mm. sensed. You know, mm. there is danger. Yes. Um, and the nervous system goes into fight or flight. Yes. Second thing is there's a biological response. So the brain releases the chemicals, adrenaline and cortisol, okay. almost to make your body ready for action. Yes. So these chemicals, again, causes uh, anatomical and a muscle changes in the body. You know, so your body mm. tenses up mm. um, or you are ready to run really fast <laughs> and yes. get away. So these chemical reactions... Um, that are caused by the fight or flight response will remain in the body mm. as muscle contractions. Now, all these, these three processes that I just mm. explained are all physiological. Yes. And this is how your body responds. This is how your body. So these, with any danger or trauma, this is the three responses. And that leads to psychological reactions of the okay. body. Um, so by the time you notice your psychological reactions, there's already these physiological reactions mm. that happened in the body. And this is very important. So, so mm. you were saying from, from this perspective, when trauma happens from, from the outside in, your body first responds before it actually affects you mentally. I just want to clarify is, that. That okay. is very true. Okay. Yes, yes. Um, that's exactly yeah. it. Because the body responds before. I mean, we have, mm. I mean, if, if, you, if you look at a reflex response, mm. It's way quicker. Your body responds before it actually goes Thinks, through your yeah, mind. Before you can think it through. Yes. 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 Um, so, what, so why this is so important is that if we live in this kind of, I want to call it a biological survival state with physical symptoms of tension in our muscles, headaches or an upset mm -hmm. stomach and these psychological symptoms, you know, like anxiety mm. or difficulty sleeping or depression – it makes us a lot more vulnerable to physical diseases mm. and psychological diseases mm. like um, PTSD or anxiety or, or depression. Um, I mean, if I think about the, the physical diseases that's been connected to trauma, it's like arthritis, diabetes, digestive diseases and cancers, just mm. to name a few. Yes. Um, and I think that's why it's so important to release this stress from your body yes. in a way of not dealing mm. with the with the effects later. Mm. Now that is great. I think that is very um, informative. 
Um, tell me, Hinda, how does one treat trauma generally then? If, if someone would come to you or, or to any psychologist or counsellor, how do they normally deal with trauma? Okay, I think this is an important question to ask. Um, you know, because I think, I mean, if we just said that we all experience trauma, you know, um, you know, what do I do? What do I do when mm. I've experienced it? And I think there are several treatments that can help people um, you know, to cope with the symptoms better or to improve their quality yes. of life. Um, and I think therapy is normally your first line of treatment for trauma. So the examples I want to use is CBT. So that's your cognitive behavioral therapy. Um, um, we call that the, the top down. So you okay. work from your, from from your, your thoughts, from your mind down. Okay. So you help people to change their thought patterns um, in order to influence their behavior and their emotions. Mm. And then another one is EMDR. So that's your eye movement, desensitization and processing. So what happens in EMDR is that um, you briefly, they, the therapist will let you briefly relive a specific traumatic experience um, by directing you with eye movements. Okay. Um, and the aim of this is to process and to integrate those traumatic memories. Um, earlier, I spoke about the um, almost the um, the isolated pieces of information that's stored or information yes. that's stored in your brain when mm. you experience trauma. So this EMDR helps to integrate that so that you don't get the flashbacks. Okay. Um, the other type of therapy is somatic therapies. So that's more your your body based therapies. Um, where somatic experience is one, um, where the therapist will help you to relive the traumatic memory, but in a safe space. Because when you experience it the first time, mm. it was really unsafe and you were helpless. Mm. So you relive it in a place where you feel safe and where you can be more active in the process. And then, of okay. course, there's TRE. Um, that is trauma and tension release exercises. That's also body-based, and that's the one that I will tell you more about later. Yes. Um, I just want to mention that medication um, is is important. Mm. Um, and I know a lot of people don't want to go that route. Some go that route too easily, <laughs> go that yes. way too easily. Yes. Um, and it's just important to say that medication alone cannot treat yes. or cure any trauma or PTSD. But what it can do is can help the person manage their stress or their um, anxiety or their sleeplessness mm. better. Mm. So it's something to, to also put in there under treatments. Um, I just want to say something about self-care. Yes. Because I think if we, um, if, if you listen to, to us today and you think, but what can I do to help myself? Mm. You know, I can go, I can have all these therapies, but, but how can I, what can I do? Um, and I think self-care is just to help you cope. Yeah. To help you cope better with with mm. what you experience, and it's you know it's the things that we actually all know. We know yes. that exercise is always good. Yes, definitely. Um, you know, because in trauma, as we say, our bodies go into fight or flight. So by exercising, it can it can actually help your body to um, to mitigate some of these effects mm. Um, mm. of the trauma. Mindfulness is really important. Um, or the only th what mindfulness actually just means is that we are aware um, of the trauma um, without judging and without saying my body's not supposed to, res mm. to respond this way. So it makes you feel more, it helps you to be more grounded um, and it stops you to relive these traumatic events. 
So if you find that you are, you've experienced trauma and you are reliving it the whole time, it means you're in your head the whole time. And if you can get back to your body, get back to being mindful, mm. it can actually help you to stop mm. those those and, and also to them. see it for what it is, you yes. know, if you can take what has happened to you, and you could re- uh, you could put it in perspective that mm. it wasn't something that you could, y- you know, to see it as as it is. Yes. Then you can make peace with it. Yes. I, I think that's what you may be trying to say that yeah. you can see it for what it is and not be affected, but um, physically or psychologically. With yeah. that experience. Yeah, no, I, I think definitely, I think one can do that in, in therapy with other people, mm. but I think definitely for yourself, because yes. one can one can actually go around and round in circles about mm. I should have or yes. what if, you know, all, all those mm. things. And the mindfulness definitely helps. It stops that cycle, that vicious cycle. And I, I think that also comes to that scripture. I just want to bring it back to biblical base where, where um, I know it says um, that we should focus on what is good, right and worthy of praise. Take your mm. thoughts captive. Bring it mm. under the obedience of Christ. Mm. You know, if we could t- focus on, on the good instead of the negative and train our minds to to know that that whole scripture where God also says those who keep their minds fixed on me will remain in perfect peace. Mm. You know, where we can just yes, focus. I love that. Yeah, yeah, just one. that peace. Mm. Just have that peace that God says, that peace that surpasses all understanding mm. that will guard your heart and mind just to keep you, mm. um, you know, peaceful in, yes. in that time. Absolutely. And because the next thing I wanted to say was um, – or another self-care one is connecting with others, but I also think it's connecting with God. Because yes. if you can connect with with Him and the people that's around you, you know, whether mm. it's um, a cell group or, or people that you can really trust, um, that is very helpful. Because sometimes when we are in trauma, we tend to want to exclude withdraw. and withdraw. Yes. Um, but the best thing is is actually for you. Um, the best healing is actually if you can. Connect. Yeah, get connected. Yeah. And then, of course, a balanced lifestyle. We all know what that is. That, yes. that is enough sleep, relaxation, good diet, and then support, what we actually said, mm. um, to to um, connect with a group that, mm. that, that you can feel supported. And I think it's also just coming back to who you surround yourself with. You know, if you can find one or two people that you feel safe that you can just talk, someone that is there for you, that where you feel loved, where you can just unload and also um you're someone that can give you you know good advice and just just to be with you without judging you mm. or where you are at and I, I think that's also important to to have someone that can mentor you or just walk with you mm. um absolutely so yes so we are going to be back with Henda after this music break and we're going to talk about the method she uses to release stress um, I'll also be giving de- um, de- um, Henda's details at the end of this program, so please stay tuned. This is Body Matters with Alana Ulifree, and my guest is Henda Yubar. And yeah, we're on the topic of trauma and how to release trauma in your life. So Henda, you are currently using a trauma stress release method in your practice. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Yes, so um, we've just talked about how important it is to actually deal with the body mm. um, when we deal with stress. And so the technique I use um, is a body-based therapy, and it's called TRE. Um, so TRE stands for 
tension, stress and trauma release okay. exercises. So Dr. David Baselli um, developed TRE. Um, he used to work with large traumatized communities. And he came to realize that um, there's, a, there's a universal way of, you know, how people deal with trauma or how their bodies react um, when they experience trauma. And then when he developed these exercises, he realized that it actually release or, or relief um, the everyday stress okay. and, and trauma. Um, so TRE can be used to relieve from everything, mild emotions and tensions to really severe anxieties and traumas. Um, so I've found this t- technique to be really good in, in trauma healing and mm. stress reduction. And these exercises are a series of seven exercises that's designed to evoke body tremors. So that can sound very strange, but most mm. of us are familiar with body tremors. Mm. I mean, it's not on. Common to hear the phrase like "I was so frightened, my jaw was quivering," <sighs> or "I was shaking so strong I couldn't calm myself down," yes. um, or even when I was giving that speech, my legs were really shaking. Wobbly. Yes, yes. <laughs> yes. Or um, I'm so angry, I shook all over. Mm. Um, so this experience of shaking is known as neurogenic tremors, which is a common result of stress and anxiety mm. and trauma. So this is nothing new. Um, for us really so you're saying our body goes automatically in that almost like you know, that vibrating mode yes. when we are in a situation yes absolutely so, so um, but we've been socially conditioned to not tremor to not go that way mm-hmm. I mean we give sugar water and say just calm down just yes. don't go there or we try and hold our muscles tight because mm-hmm. no one must see that I'm shaking yes um, and that actually causes all the chemicals and and body tension to actually stay in the okay. body. So it gets stuck. It gets stuck, absolutely. So mm-hmm. so what TRE does, um, it evokes these natural tremors in a controlled and a sustained manner. Mm-hmm. Um, so when these tremors are evoked, they can actually release that deep chronic muscular mm-hmm. tension and it really calms our nervous system down. Um, yeah, so I think if we if we do TRE, and I think that's also my own experience um, mm. when I've started doing it, I really felt a reduction of stress and anxiety in my yes. body. Um, I could really feel it being more calm. So you know, mm. so people can use this as a self help method. Yes, you know, where you can um, just for um, everyday stress um, reduction, but it can also be used in conjunction with therapeutic process. Um, Because these tremors can actually release really deep psycho-emotional sensations that can surface in a recovery Mm -hmm. process. And and that's where I use it. I I, I use it in my my therapy with people that are traumatized. So I make use of the cognitive behavior therapies, but also this one. Okay, um, so you you do the overalls. So yes, you're looking at the and whole. bring in the sozo. <laughs> okay, so so that's amazing. So you don't just do the mental and the emotional. You bring it into the physical, and this is where this part that we are discussing now is more the physical release of that trauma that we sustain initially in our bodies that we withhold. So our bodies manifest this this trauma all the time unless we we release it and you have got certain obviously exercises and things that you do 
Yes, they they are. I'll tell you about yes, them now. Yes, yes, <laughs> I'm yes. I'm jumping you. the gun. Yeah, you, you are jumping on. the gun. <laughs> <laughs> and and but it's important because I think that's actually what people always ask: Are you gonna? You know, put me on a treadmill, or what are you yes. going to do with me? Um, but maybe even you know, you're mm. jumping the gun. But maybe, maybe I should say they're actually very mild exercises. Mm. They're more a, a type of a stretching yes. of of the muscles, um, and it's you know the calf muscles, um, your your quads, your adductors, yes. um, and also your psoas. Um, yes. And the, the the psoas muscle is a muscle that's on your stomach, you know, mm. your, your stomach area, and it actually connects your legs um, with the trunk of your body. Okay. Um, so that is what we do in that control, controlled environment. <laughs> so it's nothing yes. to fear. <laughs> you don't have to be fit not to do this. Sweat. You no, don't no, have no. to be fit to do this one. No. Okay. Um, so I think what I, mm. what I really why TRE has been as um, why I find it so helpful is that it can actually assist in stress release, as I said, in trauma recovery, but also mm-hmm. PTSD prevention. So, so it's also a, um, it's also preventative of okay. of developing um, symptoms mm-hmm. um, due to stress. Um, no, so I think if if we use it as a self help. Um, you can actually learn this in about five to six sessions um, mm. and you can have immediate results. Um, and I think some people report or mainly what people report is yes. they feel uh, immediate, deeper relaxation, um, improved sleep. Oh, and some great. people say, so I was going to ask what, yeah. what, how, what are the feedback from, from yes, this? Yes. I mean, some people even say, you know what, the night after mm. my first TRE, I slept the mm. night through. Um, reduced pain is also, you know, where people had pain. Um, I remember one lady said I had, uh, you know, arthritis in a, yes. in a wrist. Chronic sicknesses. Yes, and she, she definitely felt a reduction in pain. Um, what I actually felt was a lot more energy. I had a lot more energy and vitality mm, mm. Um, since using the, t- the TRE. And I think it's also because, because of the release of the trauma that I also experienced. Yes. Can I just stop you there? Mm. Don't you want to share just briefly trauma that you've experienced before you carry on? Well, I think if you ask me that question, Mm. my first thought um, goes to 10 years ago when I um, was was diagnosed with cancer. Um, And I think that was really traumatic because I felt really helpless. I felt I was so scared. I mean, my kids were like, two and four years old and I thought I'm going to die. <laughs> so, sure. so that was sure. really traumatic. And then mm. I think with all the chemo um, and then for eight years after that, I, res- I got monthly injections into sure. my stomach. Yes. So I think that is, that is always stands out as my, as my trauma. Mm. Um, I can imagine. Sure. Yeah. And I, and I never realized mm. um, until starting with this TRE, I never realized the impact on my body. Of course. You know, I, yes, I never you're surviving. You're just doing what you have to do. You go, yes. you're coping. Yeah. And mm. my mind actually felt good. You know, I felt like I've, I mean, mm. 10 years later, um, I'm free of any cancer, you know. Yeah, praise God. Um, yeah. Yes, absolutely. He healed me and I'm, and I'm fine. Mm. And, I, and I actually, you know, I am, I'm, do, I'm doing well with that. Mm. I'm not fearful of, of getting cancer again or anything but then never realized how it actually sat in my body how it affected you yes and then i think what i want to 
I think, and for me, the other thing is my the vicarious trauma of hearing other people's trauma stories and yes. helping other people with trauma. Mm. If you think I specialize in trauma, depression yes. and anxiety um, and how that actually mm. sat in my body. But I can, I can imagine being a psychologist and obviously doing this, you hear a lot of stuff. And I mm. think with the compassion that you have, and, and and a good listener, because I know you're a very good listener, to absorb all of that and still to process that mm. after so many years must take its toll mm. on you without you knowing, yeah. knowing that. And I think that is we, mm. well, I think it's a lot of prayer yes. <laughs> um, and know, knowing that you don't have to do it on your own. Mm. I mean, there's awesome stories where I just, just knew that God was saying this and, and yes. we just came in and his spirit just came and touched people where, where I couldn't. Yes. Um, but still, I think mm. I have the responsibility and we all have the responsibility mm. to, to, to really just be mindful of how it affects us yes. and, and to really practice the self-care <laughs> that mm. I spoke about yes. earlier. Um, you know, that is, yeah. that's really so important. Oh, but thanks for sharing. I think it's always nice to know that, you know, where you come from and, and your own experience of trauma. Mm. So I think, um, you know, with the TRE, um, you know, when we spoke about that stuck. So I think for a long time, a lot of this mm. was stuck in my body. Mm. Um, and knowing that there's something that, that you can do to unlock. Yes. Um, and release, um, you know, these old patterns of trauma in your body. Mm. And um, and I think the other thing that I that I came to realize that's very important is breathing. Okay. And um, this is something that is really important throughout this whole process because mm. if you breathe um, correctly, um, it helps the body to tremor and to release mm. this trauma. Can I read you something? Yes, of course. <laughs> okay, so I want to read um, from Genesis 2 verse 7. And I love this part. It says, God breathed into man's nostrils the breath mm. of life. And the man became a living being, an individual complete in body and spirit. I actually want to read it again. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> it says, God breathed mm. into man's nostrils the breath of life. So his breath was mm. actually life, gave us mm. life. And man became a living being. Because I think sometimes we can feel dead when we've experienced trauma. You can mm. just be so numb. You can just mm. be in that freeze response. Don't feel anything. Just mm. feel so depressed. But if God's breath can come in, um, we can an individual can become complete in body and spirit. Mm. Um, so... I mean, breathing, if we think about breathing, it's actually an automatic response. Thank yes. goodness for that. I mean, yes. when we go to sleep, we don't stop breathing. We, we keep on yeah. breathing. But I think what happens to our bodies when, when it's under stress and we go into fight or flight or freeze response, our breathing mm. um, is dramatically changed or influenced. Um, it becomes very shallow. Um, and one can even hold your breath. Mm. It's like, oh, I've got to mm. just, just that hold before. on to Yes. That's when your body is tense and your muscles are tense. You breathe. You don't get that oxygen Abs to yes. the parts of your body and your muscle mm. that, that needs it. Mm. And you don't realize that mm. you're on edge all the time. Yeah. And, and that's automatic. Mm. 
So, yes. so we automatic breathing is good. I mean, keeps us alive. Mm. But it can also be if we are under stress, we can we can stop breathing, and that's the mm. life that we need. That's that's what we need to um, to, to live, to yes. sustain life. Yes, and that reminds me so much of that scripture. You know, I I remember scripture. I don't know where they all stand, but I know in Ezekiel, mm. where God says, "Can these bones live?" Yes. And he says, and God, and, and, and the wind that came in and said, God blew life into those weary bones so that Absolutely. they may live. Mm. So life, blowing that life back into our bones, mm. into our body and just reviving. So God can revive, mm. you know, what has been dead yes. for so long. It's the breath of life. Yes. yes. And I was thinking today, I want us to experience some breathing mm. in a mindful way. You know, because I think as you sit there and you're listening mm. to us and, you know, to start noticing your breathing, because I think that's that's one of the keys or the cues. Yeah, <laughs> Actually yeah. for me, you know, when I notice I'm holding my breath um, or when I notice I've got shallow breathing, then I ask myself, what's happening? Yeah. You know, what's happening with me? Um, mm. Why am I stressed? And then I can start breathing slower. So just as you, as um, you know, you as as you inhale and exhale, you can mm. actually by by slowing down your breathing, you can you can give your body the message that your body is in rest and digest yes. and not in flight fight and flight anymore. So you can actually mm. become more restful. Um, mm. If you if you breathe, would it be okay for me to do that for us? Yes. You know, if we, if we do a Bit of an exercise yeah, with a breathing. Do, we can definitely do that. Okay. So let us focus then on our breathing as you yeah. are listening. So um, so I want you to first just notice your breath. You know, as, you, as you're breathing, just notice, um, is it shallow? Um, am I breathing fast or slow? You know, and where's my breathing? Is, mm. it, is it in my chest? Alana, I want you to do it as well. Yeah, I am. I am. I'm focusing. I think mine's very shallow <laughs> and I can feel it in my chest. Yeah. So just notice, you notice, is it in your chest? Is it in your stomach? So just notice, mm. you know, I think that is, that's the first thing you want to do. It's that awareness. Mm. And then I want you to allow your breathing to become regular. So I want you to inhale and exhale and just See if you can if you can regulate it more. Just regular breathing, a regular in and a regular out. And just out mm. in and out through your nose. And when you are comfortable, you can start breathing more deeply. Mm. So as you inhale, you can maybe inhale twice, like in and another in and then exhale longer. And just feel how that feels. You know, how how just by breathing Deeper, you know, longer, slower, how that actually makes your body mm. feel feel more relaxed. So when you exhale, um, you exhale through your mouth and it's almost like blowing out a candle. You know, if you can imagine that cake and you, you're blowing out that candle, mm. that's, the, that's the intensity you want to blow out. And then each time you inhale, I want you to imagine and actually see how you inhale the breath of God. You know, when he said he breathed into man. So you see how you inhale God's breath. And then as you exhale, how all that tension and trauma are just released from your body. 
And this you can do for yourself anytime. Mm. You know, anytime you you start feeling anxious and you start feeling, you mm. notice your breath is just, you know, mm. holding on to your breath. You can do this. And mm. can, can you feel a difference yes, in your I body? Yes, I do, definitely. And I think it's just being aware you know, sometimes as I realize you, you're so tense up, you don't mm. even know you're tense, your shoulders, your bodies, and even just to let go, just mm. to, yeah, I can definitely feel the difference. Can I pray for us? Yes, I would love you to pray for us. Um, yeah, you can go ahead and pray. Okay. Thanks, Enda. Okay, so as you continue breathing, um, I would ask, I want to ask Father God and Jesus and Holy Spirit, but as, the, as your, your people that you love and that you know intimately, as they slow down their breathing and as they come to a more of an awareness of you and as they breathe in your breath of life, I want to ask you, Holy Spirit, that you will supernaturally sever all pain or any pain from past traumatic memories and that you will take it out, take out all the harm, and that you will begin to nurture them. They will be able to breathe out anything that is not from you, that is not in your body. And as they inhale, nurture them, Father God. And with every breath, let they experience your calm and your rest and your hope. And as they exhale, help them to let go. Let go of the tension, of the stress, and of the trauma, and let them be able to give it to you. Father God, we want to thank you for your breath of life. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much, Hinda. That was so nice to do something actually practical where we can just take it with us and just be so aware of our state of being. You know, God loves us. His heart is for us to be at peace and mm. I think this is just one way in which we can just even just breathe and just um you know just be aware of mm. who God made us to be you know mm. so that is amazing thank you so much Hinda for, for giving us so much insight in this topic and I know it's something we all can relate to um, so if anyone would like to contact Henda, I've got an email address. It's hendayuba at mweb.co.za. And Henda, you spell H-E-N-D-A, Yuba, J-O-U-B-E-R-T, at mweb.co.za. So unfortunately, this is the end of my program. And I just want to thank you all for listening. And yeah, for joining me, I hope you'll join me next week with Body Matters, where everybody in the body of Christ matters. We'll meet again next Saturday, same time, same frequency, with more great conversation from me, Alana Willie, for you. Have a blessed week. AM. Bezoek ons gerus op www.kaapsekansel.co.za